This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. the foundation of your existence were prayer and fasting, there'd have been no problem here because there'd have been no unbelief. You'd have been ready for the crisis. You'd have been prepared for the ministry opportunity. Peter and John were ready for the ministry opportunity. When they walked up that day, as they had many, many other days, you understand? They were ready, they were willing. When we dwell in God's presence, we have a much more intimate view of God's purpose for our lives. We know God's character, and we see His hand in everyday activities. Pastor Robert today reminds us to plug into God regularly so that we don't miss the opportunities He has for us to bless others. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. brought my son to your disciples and they couldn't do anything can you help and Jesus delivers the boy from the demon makes the demon leave and and the disciples are all confused you know master why couldn't we do that I mean we've done it before why couldn't we help him and Jesus says well because of your unbelief and it was not a condemnation it was a clarification it was an answer Why couldn't we help the guy? Well, because of your unbelief. He said, because, you see, this kind of only comes out through fasting and prayer. That did not mean that they could have, had they only, oh, if we had only known that was the key, see, we could have told him, yeah, okay, wait right there, don't go anywhere. And we could have gone over here for a day and fasted and prayed and come back and cast that demon out. No, no, no. That wasn't what he was saying. What he was saying is your unbelief has prevented you from being effective in ministry. Now, had you been living a lifestyle, had the foundation of your life been fasting, communion with God, interacting with the Father, that fellowship of the Spirit, if the foundation of your existence were prayer and fasting, there would have been no problem here because there would have been no unbelief. You'd have been ready for the crisis. You'd have been prepared for the ministry opportunity. Peter and John were ready for the ministry opportunity. When they walked up that day, as they had many, many other days, you understand? They were ready. They were willing. And that's the first thing. Out of that life of prayer, the thing that I see there with Peter and John is that they were willing to be used. You know, I I went through an extended season as a pastor 
when I was not willing to be used outside this room, so to speak. And let me explain what I mean by that. I would get occasionally get a phone call from another pastor or you know, some opportunity to maybe speak at this conference or you know, ministry opportunity with another Calvary chapel. And, and I would say, no, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ready for that was generally what I would say. You know, I, I just, I need to focus on, you know, our little church and we're just getting started and, and I just need to be, you know, I just need to stay put over here and not stretch myself too thin and not do these other things. And one time Elizabeth and I, my wife's Danish and we were going to Denmark to visit her family. And I got a, a request to speak in her sister's church. And initially I said, no, just without even thinking about it. No. And just that quiet voice of the Holy Spirit. So what, you're not even going to ask me? And I realized, oh, I say I'm a servant of God. I need to be willing to serve, don't I? And you know, the Lord was like, yeah, that would be good. And I prayed about it, Lord, okay, you know, if you want me to do that. And so I, you know, wrote an email and said, okay, I'm willing to do that. And the pastor said, no, no, thanks. (laughs) About a week later, he emailed me back and said, strangest thing happened. I feel like the Lord wants you to speak. (laughs) Okay. All right. And I did end up sharing. And since that time, it's been a consistent thing where the Lord's, you know, taking me outside my comfort zone and saying, are you willing? And listen to me, this is so important. More and more I'm realizing that's all that's necessary. Peter, I believe, was one of those kind of guys when you meet him. You would think nothing much about Peter. He wasn't terribly impressive. History tells us, historians say he was just just a big old fisherman. I mean, not real polished. You know, like the men that that I grew up around in farm country in Georgia. You know, there's probably a good bit of dirt crusted around his fingernails. You know, when you watched him eat lunch, you kind of get out of his way. Because his food might be going all over the place. Not a whole lot of table manners. You understand? Not terribly articulate. Probably didn't read all that well. Stumbled as he's trying to express himself. I can relate to that. Peter was just a man. To us, oh, he's St. Peter, the Apostle Peter. To John, he was just Pete. Just Pete. But Pete opened his heart and became willing And God used him. God can use anybody. And let me rephrase that. God will use anyone. He's proven it. He's proven it. He even uses wicked, hypocritical liars at times. You see that in the Scripture. Why? Because he's merciful. He's merciful. You know, people get healed, and and this is something that's baffling a lot of times to folks. Often, people will get healed under the ministry of a liar, a scoundrel, someone who claims to be something they're not. 
They get on TV and they're selling prayer and selling healing and fleecing the flock of God. They're complete hypocrites, complete scam artists. And yet people get healed. People get ministered to. People get why? Because God loves you so much. That's why. And if you, in ignorance and immaturity, go to a wolf expecting God to bless you through their touch, God will bless you because he loves you. And it's his intention. It's his desire to bless you and to minister to you and to give you what you need and to touch your life. That's his, that's his desire. And he'll deal with the wolf later. Do you understand? Peter and John were willing. They walked up, they were willing. And I think they were all set to walk right past this man just like they had done repeatedly until the Spirit of the Lord spoke to Peter's heart. And I, I'm telling you, I look forward to asking him what that was like. You know, was it, Peter, was it, I mean, was it loud? You know, I mean, did you just absolutely know that, you know, there's no question about it? You know, it was just one of those, you know, Peter, you know, just loud. Or was it that gentle, quiet nudge like you and I have experienced from time to time? And people will tell me, I, you know, I just I don't understand. How do, you, how do you hear the voice of the Lord? Have you ever been ready to do something? You're, in the, you're ready to do it. And there's just this thing inside that says, that's wrong. That's wrong. Don't do that. You're going to regret this. That's God. That's the voice of the Holy Spirit. I believe we've all heard him at one time or another. And maybe we've not recognized, we've not realized we were, we were hearing him, but that gentle nudge. And I think that's probably what happened here with Peter. They're walking along, and, and all of a sudden, and Peter's just looking at him. He fixes his eyes on him because the Holy Spirit has whispered in his ear, Peter, I'm going to heal him today. I wonder, what was Peter's reaction? I know what my reaction probably would have been. Really? You sure? I mean, Lord, if you want to heal him, I, I, that'd be awesome. But I mean, are you sure? Lord, I'm hearing you, right? It's not just me. Because I, I don't want to say to this guy, born with the crippled, twisted ankles, I, I don't want to say to him, rise and walk, and then him not be able to. I mean, that would just be humiliating. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing, and we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some information about the Main Thing Radio podcast.
Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.